Welcome to the Healthy Family Project by Produce for Kids, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. Today we welcome Brenda Thompson of MealPlanningMagic.com to the show. We consider Brenda a pioneer of the meal planning world. She's been contributing to the Produce for Kids blog for more than six years and is truly our go-to for all things meal prep. Hi, Brenda. Welcome to the Healthy Family Project. Hi, Amanda. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be part of the new podcast. Wonderful. We're happy to have you. So before we dive into tips for meal planning for beginners, can you tell us why you started your blog, Meal Planning Magic? Yep, sure. I started learning more about meal planning when my kids were very little. My daughter was a toddler and my son was a newborn and I needed to get some order to my life. I realized um, my kids are now teenagers. So that was a long time ago. And I just kind of self-taught myself, just got online and figured out ways to do some meal planning. And so um, some friends of mine caught on to the meal planning that I was doing and they talked me into doing some workshops. And so I eventually started doing workshops with a nutritionist friend of mine um, that was many years ago and our schedules kind of changed. She ended up going back to school. So we were no longer able to do the workshops. And actually I just realized that my 10 year anniversary of blogging just passed. So oh, wow. Congrats. Yeah. yeah thanks. So that was when blogging was just starting to become right. a thing. Uh-huh. And I have a, um, journalism background. So, um, it just seemed natural for me to start a blog where I can continue to share what I had learned about meal planning and some of my family's favorite recipes. So once the workshops ended, it was just kind of a natural transition. And it's really grown so much since then. I had no idea that it would become what it is now. So that's kind of how it got started. Wonderful. Well, it's clear you have a passion for the power of meal prep. So the words meal prep can be intimidating to people. At Produce for Kids, we hear this all the time. They think, oh my gosh, my Sunday will be, you know, totally taken up. So, um, you know, they can think it's time consuming and so tedious. So talk to us a little bit about how a newbie can kind of ease into the process, not be so afraid and kind of get started in this world of meal prepping. So when I talk to groups or friends of my own, I tell them to start slow. Um, Like you said, people feel intimidated, like it needs to be a big production and it really doesn't. So one tip that I give people is to maybe double a favorite recipe so that one half can be served that Mm -hmm. day that you've made it and the second half goes into the freezer to serve another day. Um, Or like what I like to do too is we'll buy a package of chicken breasts and just grill them all up at one time and then stick them in the freezer so we can add them to recipes later. So even if it's something just that simple, that's meal planning, you know. So um, and the other thing is, is that just because you make a meal plan, it doesn't mean that it needs to be set in stone. So um, life happens and I know that things need to change around. So I usually have a couple of go-to recipes that I can make up in a hurry when our schedules change. And then I just move the meal that we had planned for that day to a different day. And the final tip, which this is getting a little long, but there's lots to talk about for meal planning. So my final tip is, um, you know, just get started because people feel like it needs to just take hours and it's going to be so long. But really, even if you just spend 15 minutes uh, a week meal planning, you can save so much time and money when you're actually at the grocery store and in the kitchen. So, yes, I know. Um, when my mom lives, um, 
some distance away from from us but when she's visiting she says why are you making so much like you know you only have four people eating and I always say well I'm gonna freeze this other half because I know down the road that there's gonna be a day that I'm gonna need this so yes great yes, tips so nice <laughs> so you mentioned um, saving money so that is something we all want to do so I know this is a large part of your mission at meal planning magic while meal prepping with your family to eat healthier is is probably the you know the main focus but talk to us about how meal planning can actually save you money yeah sure um so once you've made a meal plan it's easier to shop for just the items that you need for that that week's meals you have to be pretty diligent but Mm -hmm. i've gotten uh gotten pretty good at it over the years and you know I can stay focused on what's on my list and not be so tempted to say oh, I'm going to try this or try that I mean I certainly buy things here and there but for the most part I'm not just wandering the aisles trying to figure out what to make so um, that saves me money um, and then you can also take advantage of sales um, to plan your meals around things that are on sale or even you know buying things in bulk at the wholesale clubs um, and making multiple recipes from one ingredient that you buy there So those are a few ways that I like to save money and the meal planning helps. That's great. And I have found, because I am that person that has a really hard time sticking to my list, that I have done some of the grocery pickups lately (laughs) where I will order online. Um, A lot of times I I can't do that with fresh produce, but um, I'll order some of those staples online so then I can just drive up and I'm not. I don't have that temptation to fill up my cart with things that I don't need. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I've tried that a couple of times too. And I have one friend that does it weekly diligently. And she said that just even though they charge a fee a little bit, she said the fee is so minimal compared to what she was impulse buying. So yes, so she said it actually saves her money. So yeah, that's a good tip too. Awesome. Okay, so I think we're all in on the saving money. Now let's talk about saving time. Time is precious. And I know I would much rather be having fun with my family than stressing about stressing out about our next meal or figuring out when I'm going to have time to get into the kitchen to make sure that, you know, we're not eating something on the fly and it's something healthy and that I'm not going to have a lot of complaining also. That's key. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, well, there's a couple of ways that it helps you save time because I also include saving time at the grocery store. So if you're saving time right. by staying on your list, then you're saving time on that end. But then when you're actually in the kitchen, you know, it's super easy to double a recipe. Um, you know, if you've bought what you need to double it and then you just make two of everything. So right. um, that's really easy. And I like to do what I call half prep things. So a lot of times I'll... Um, put items, you know, ingredients for a recipe in a zip top bag and label it. And then it's, it's goes in uncooked. And then all I have to do is thaw it out and cook. So I've just, you know, set up an assembly line and kind of done some of that pre prep ahead of time. And then all I have to do is spend a little bit more time at the end when the day that I want to uh, cook it um, to actually, you know, make that that's right. The time is cut in half, basically. So yes, uh-huh. And then, you know, just 
when you're chopping up vegetables, like I'll go ahead and chop up the whole onion. And if I don't need all of the onion, I put the rest of it in the freezer. And then the next time I need to use some chopped onions, it's already done. And I'm only crying one time. So. Yes, that's important. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So some of those kind of tips too are helpful. And then also it's really, you know, helps you decide if your schedule's so busy that day, that's a slow cooker day then you know, okay, well, I've spent the time ahead of time this morning when I know my evening is going to be crazy busy, but you've got a meal waiting for you at home. So just by meal planning, you'll, you, you know, you kind of shift around your time a little bit too. So yes. that's a different way. Mm-hmm. That's great. And I, and I am on board now with the chopping of the whole onion because I did not do that before. And I realized that in the pinch, when you see that you have an onion that's already chopped or peppers or something else, yes. it totally is a game changer. So, it so is. Yeah. Yes. I'm a huge, well, I have, I'm a huge freezer fan. So that helps too. Yes. But, mm-hmm. So are there creative ways that you involve your family in meal prep. I think sometimes we underestimate the power of kids in the kitchen. So any ideas on making meal prep fun for the entire family and also so all of the responsibility of meal prepping doesn't fall on on mom or dad or or whoever might be taking the the charge on it? Yes, and my um my biggest tip is to involve your kids in the kitchen as soon as possible. So I started cooking with my kids practically when they started to walk. No lie. Like I think my daughter was wow. 15 months old. So that's awesome. <laughs> and our, our favorite thing to make was banana bread. So, you know, little hands can help add ingredients to a bowl or stir things in the bowl. And then as they grow, they can help chop fruits and vegetables for snacks or lunches that they take to school. And those efforts have totally paid off um, on, on my end because now my teenagers both know how to make lots of different things on their own. And my daughter, she makes pretty much her lunch every day and she makes salads and she's actually gotten a lot more into cooking, but it's totally paid off because she kind of does her own thing now. So just helps her be prepared for when she's off on her own too. Oh yes, for sure. Well, that, that's certainly goals. Cause I know I have tried to involve my girls. Um, they've been doing trail mix, so they take yeah. snacks. Um, and so they will make the trail mix on Sundays and bag them and then have it for the week. They just can grab it when they're running out to dance or to tennis, uh, or need a snack for school. So that's, that's what we've been doing over here. And, and I'm seeing that I don't have to do it all myself, which is wonderful. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think if you just think about it in small steps, you know, when you just add on those steps as they get older and eventually they're doing it on their own. So yes, it helps. (laughs) Cool. So summer is coming. Uh, I know for a lot of people in the the Northeast, it's been a long winter. Um, So we know lots of families are shifting from school days to camp days and maybe even having older kids at home for larger chunks of time during the day. We hear a lot that when the kids are out of school that they're wanting to snack more. And so can you offer any insight on snack meal prepping for summer when those kiddos might be at home or, you know, going to camp or out by the pool or traveling? Yes. So when my kids are home for the summer, we actually shop together a little bit more often. Um, I, that's something that I've always done with my kids. I know it takes a lot of patience for some people, but I've involved them in the process from the beginning. And, you know, it helps them learn what kind of things there are to choose and different things about the different kinds of foods that our family likes to eat. So, and then when they're part of the shopping process, they're more likely to eat what they, what they get to choose. Right. So, 
Um, yep. So our um, the challenge, of course, is you know in uh, deciding what is good or not good for them, and kind of trying to balance that all, all out. But um, we learned to compromise and try new recipes through that process. And then when my kids were younger, um, I used to share kid-friendly cookbooks with them so that they could put little sticky notes on the recipes that look good to them. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a great yep. idea. Yep. And then we would go shop for those ingredients and then they would make it. My kids were really big into making different smoothie combinations for a while. So, and then they find other combinations of things that they like. But, um, and summer's a good time because we have more time to experiment. I mean, even if it's just after, after work, you know, we don't have to worry about homework or sometimes, you know, a lot of the extracurricular activities are over for the summer. So we just have a little bit more time to play around in the, in the evenings or on the weekends. So, and now they're old enough that they look for ideas on their own online. So, <laughs> well, it sounds like you've done a, done a great job, uh, getting them prepared for being able to create a lot of those things on their own. So, yes, I'm trying to, to help them be independent. In that yes, <laughs> our, we, we all are. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we know there is an instant pot, air fryer, slow cooker craze happening. What are your favorite kitchen gadgets that could make meal prep easier for all of us who are just kind of easing into this new meal prep world? Um, Well, I do have an instant pot and I feel like I haven't used it to its full potential. I'm still trying new things, but we've found several favorite recipes that we like. Um, So I'm trying to add those to the mix. And then, like I had mentioned, I I do uh, earlier. I had mentioned that I love my slow cooker and I use it a lot. And especially, you know, in my part of the world in Texas, it's so hot a lot of time of the year um, that it helps keep the heat out of the kitchen too. So I use that year round. Um, those are probably my two biggest ones. I do have a stand mixer, but <laughs> I use that for baking a lot. It's not really a appliance, though. So. Right. Well, so with the slow cooker, I think a lot of times the perception is that a lot of the slow cooker recipes are heavy and hot. So you had a good point where you said that it's hot there and it doesn't heat up your kitchen. So do you have recipes? I know we have several on produceforkids.com. Do you have recipes or any tips on on creating those healthy recipes in the slow cooker? Yes, I like to do... um some sauces like I have a spaghetti sauce recipe and you know we can use that year round and you know put it with chicken parmesan or just as its own um tomato sauce any kind of thing um I like to do what would be considered sometimes a stir fry type deal like broccoli beef or um, one of those kind of things where you're making the main meal Mm -hmm. and then you just have to add the side like the rice or whatever so yeah kind of those kind of things um that might be a companion to pasta or rice or something like that. Yes. And you mentioned earlier about grilling, you know, grilling a, a handful of chicken breasts for the week. And yes. what what we do here is we do, I'll do the chicken breasts in the slow cooker and shred that chicken so that we can do oh, tacos yeah. and um, we can do chicken salad and all kinds of stuff for the week. So that's my, that's my go-to slow cooker. Yeah, actually, I made some in the Instant Pot, and Ooh. it's magical. <laughs> it's like magic. <laughs> you can make a whole bunch of uh, chicken I don't breasts. have one yet. I might have oh. to get one. <laughs> yeah, you can make a whole bunch of chicken breasts in less than 10 minutes. Wow. And then you chop it or shred it or whatever. Yep. And potatoes. Oh, my gosh. You can make sweet potatoes or regular potatoes, like the regular 
white or gold potatoes you can make in, I think it's six minutes. And they're like the perfect potatoes. So, and sweet potatoes, I'll sometimes make those. I'll make up a few. Um, I think it's like 25 minutes in the Instant Pot. And um, then I'll have a couple just to have throughout the week, maybe for lunch or right. to add on other things. So, yeah. We have an air fryer over here. I was gifted one over the holidays and we've been experimenting with the air fryer and it has it has been actually a game changer for the busy weeknights i've i've learned some new recipes and um and the kids have tried some new things so i i'm liking the air fryer yeah i haven't tried that yet maybe that's on my next yes (laughs) we only have so much counter space though right exactly right (laughs) so Well, Brenda, I can't thank you enough for being part of the new Healthy Family Project and for your years offering advice to the Produce for Kids audience on our blog. So excuse me, besides finding you on the Produce for Kids blog, can you tell listeners where they can find you? Yes, I can be found at mealplanningmagic.com. That's my main site. And then on Facebook, I'm also Meal Planning Magic. But on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest, I can be found at Meal Plan Mom. So, yes, and thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Wonderful. Thank you. And and good luck, everyone, new uh, meal planning beginners. we'll, We'll have more episodes coming up as we ease into the meal planning world and, and offer more tips. So stay tuned for that. Thank you, Brenda. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening in today. If you're interested in learning more about meal planning, visit the Produce for Kids blog on produceforkids.com and simply click the meal planning category. We also have a great slow cooker chicken four ways tutorial on our YouTube page that will guide you through how to healthfully use a pot of slow cooker chicken over several days. In our next episode, we'll be talking with Holly Granger, Produce for Kids blog contributor, registered dietitian, mom of two lovely young girls, and founder of hollygranger.com. Holly will be offering tips and ideas about dealing with selective, sometimes called picky, eaters in the family. Be sure to subscribe so you are up to date on our most recent episodes and rate us on iTunes. You can also visit healthyfamilyprojectpodcast.com to leave a comment. Visit our website, produceforkids.com, for more than 400 registered dietitian, family-approved recipes, tips, and more. We also generate regular content on our social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram, as well as YouTube. Talk soon, everyone.